It's the live podcast show. Here are your hosts, two guys and their fishbowl, Scott Atwood and Greg Gately. Ahoy, uh, hoy, everyone. Welcome into the live podcast show. Welcome in, Disney fans, entertainment fans, anybody and everybody in between. This is the podcast where we dive deep into the magical world of Disney, pop culture, sports, and basically whatever else we feel like discussing. The live podcast show is your go-to source for topical discussions and just plain old silliness. I am Greg the Fanatic, and let's kick things off today by welcoming into the studio my ho- cohort, my cohort, my cohort of the live podcast show from the House of Mouse Expo. The Main Street Mouse, Lost Princess Apparel, ladies and gentlemen, the Main Street Avenger himself, Scott Atwood. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Greg. How are you doing this fine? I am. Uh, I'm. I'm a little rested. A little. A little rested. We had how many days in? A, okay, so I did the parks 15 days in a row. <laughs> yeah, holidays here, man. You're, that's intense. And then we had. What did we do? We did. Two we parties. Had, yeah, we had two parties within three days. Actually, we had three parties in three days. Yeah. You had one, then you had a break, then another one. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't invited to that second one. <laughs> the last one, though, sucked because of all the rain. <laughs> I, yeah, but that rain only happened at the end. Exactly. When we had to stand outside <laughs> and wait for something. <laughs> we're good. And just so people, uh, I'm not, we're, you and I are not going to spoil it. We're going to wait no. until the Main Street Mouse herself comes <gasps> in here. She's coming on? Yes. She, her, oh. her, I, and you, uh, as the pip, will be discussing um, a whole lot about Jollywood nights here at Walt Disney World at Hollywood Studios. But I, you and I, we don't need to discuss that no, right now. Let's save that. Let's have a good time for a minute. Um, how else was your week, man? Like, what else were you going to do? It was good. I mean, Michelle and I are still kind of recovering from being sick for all that time. So we get yeah. caught up on work and such. Um, but I guess it's good. I mean, we had the, the two parties we, or three parties. We, uh, like I said, work, lots of leggings and stuff. I had to make a lot of Christmas leggings arrived, so I had to get all that out. There's a week. lot of leggings. A lot of them. So a lot of leggings. I'm kind of up to my nose in leggings. Which, by the way, if you are looking for leggings, lostprincessapparel.com or check it out on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you need them. Wherever. I don't know why that turned into an advertisement. No Scott, idea. Scott, I can Not turn a sponsor. anything. Not yeah, how come they don't sponsor us? Uh, Michelle's not sold on the show yet. Yeah. <laughs> we got to start working on her, man. Dang. Um, let's talk sports for a second before we you get into it. all the Disney stuff. How uh, Detroit Lions, they are oh, six and two. Seven and two. Seven and two. Seven and two with the week, the win this week against the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, the Lions, it was a tie game, a lot of the game, a lot of the second half of the game, but the Lions uh, marched on the field with uh, two minutes left and final drive. Went for it on a fourth and two, got it, and set up for wow. the game-winning field goal. Walk off the field. I heard that this week was the most games that ended with a field goal win to end the games. Yeah, it was a lot of the, a lot of the games. Even last night's uh, Monday night game ended the same last way. Last night's Denver Monday night Buffalo. game, I got home just enough time to watch that. Like, he kicked the field goal, mm-hmm. missed, but there was a penalty yep. and he got to do it again. He got I was to like, do it again and oh, hit it. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like if, if anything was meant for you to win that game, having a penalty after you I, I have to, I'm going to throw your team under the bus for a second. Go ahead. Your defense oh. had almost 500 yards scored on it. Yep. 
They and fell apart. They with that lost this year. my fantasy league. Oh, really? Yeah. They, I they, finally won this oh, week. Did you? Yeah. Well, obviously, you don't have Detroit Lions. No, I have Baltimore's team. defense. <laughs> Mine is just a train wreck. Just so everybody knows, Scott, and like you and I, I mean, not only do we do Disney, we do everything else, but. You and I do like stuff outside of Disney. And actually, and the Lions' defense has not been bad overall this year. No, it's a good defense. They should have had some more sacks. They they got close to him a few times during yeah. that game. They should have got a few sacks for you. So I think that could have changed the whole momentum of the but game. 500 but yards? That's a lot of yards. That's a lot away. of yards. It is. But against San Francisco, who's the uh, quarterback? Uh, or not San Francisco, uh, San Diego. Uh, Herbert. Yeah. Justin Herbert. I he's think, amazing. And he's still pretty young. Yeah. He's, he's got a long career, but I'm just glad the Lions were able to squeak out that win. Jared Goff, that's where he played when he played with the Rams because they shared that stadium, right? The Rams, and he got to go back home and win. How's House of Mouse going? It's going well. Which, by it's, the way, ladies and gentlemen, House of Mouse Expo is coming to you November. I'm sorry, November. March 2nd and we 3rd. Moved the dates. <laughs> <laughs> it's we, next weekend. We moved not. everything up really quick. Uh, House of Mouse Expo coming up March 2nd and 3rd at Osceola Heritage Park Event Center you got it, yep. here in Kissimmee. It is in Kissimmee yeah. there. Uh, it's 192 in the Turnpike area. So if you're yep. out that way, make sure you come out. Uh, it's doing really well, actually. Um, a lot of the things are starting to fall into place. Uh, more celebrities booked. Last week, we did announce um, that Bill Farmer was coming. So that we had the addition yes. of that last week. And we, at the end of the show, do we have another announcement? We do have another announcement that I can make at the end of the show. of Some more guests. Dun, dun, dun. I'll be announcing three guests. Wow. And they're all kind of together. So it's three guests that can go together. Dillian, Louis? No, but that would have been a great oh, one. Wonder if so coming just so people know, I don't even know what Scott's about to announce. Like I, you no normally idea. do not tell me in advance. You're like, I'm going to see. I this. want your real reaction. Yeah. I don't too. think you're going to be that impressed. I mean, you might be, oh, that's cool. I don't know if you're going to be excited. Excuse me, man. I'm, I'm impressed by everything. I mean, doing. it's not like I have like Phineas and Ferb or anybody. Oh, yeah. I, I would, I would really miss something if she couldn't be there. <laughs> It's just dropping hints. You, you got to go. I know it. who you're going with here. Um, the minutes just keep ticking by. Yeah. Just tick tock, tick tock. Um, that's not this week. In case no. I do get to make no, that no, 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 no. That's, that's not this week. We will. There, Scott will be making an announcement of uh, three guests that will be coming to House of Bounce yes. Expo 2024. You can get your tickets now. We'll play a commercial. Y'all are here all about it. Uh, you can meet um, so far Jim Cummings, Bill Farmer, Cummings, yep. Kevin the Bear. Yes, uh, Caitlin Robrock, Jason Marsden will be back. I just put Kevin the Bear in the Kevin middle the bear. of all these celebrities. And I didn't even pause as you said that. I was oh, like, Kevin, like, hey, Kevin the Bear will be there. Which, Kevin. by the way, I have to, I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. I went to IAPA today, which yes. is the in, uh, International Association of Amusement Parks, mm -hmm. theme, amusement and theme parks, whatever it is. It's, if you want to build a theme park, you have to go to IAPA. Yes, and if you want to do like arcade machines or bounce mm -hmm. houses or miniature golf or arcades mm -hmm. or what's the other thing? Um... The, the go-karts. Yes. So yes. it's an, it's entertainment and amusement across the country and across the world. Yes. Uh, I stopped at every single <laughs> person who made outfit costumes. Okay. So I got to meet the lady who does the uh, costumes for the NBA. Uh, oh, the, really? The, um, what do you call those? Like the Philly fanatic of uh, the um, mascots. Yeah, yeah, mascots, the mascots for the different teams. What, so I, I asked around at people. I was mm -hmm. like, hey, we need one done. And it has to be done by March 2nd. Like right. It has to be there for day one. And one lady was like, yeah, we started uh, $10,000. And I was like, thank you so much. Have a great day. Hey. And then I went to the other end of things. And he was like, yeah, I can get you a blow up one for like 150 bucks. I was like, <laughs> I could make one for that. Um, 
I really don't need a blow up bear. <laughs> he just put you in a brown suit at that point. Right at that point, you might so go like, buy a head at a spirit Halloween, put it on you, you're good to go. Just throw me some glue on me and then throw I mean, feathers for at Kevin. Me. Right. We're just friends of Kevin's. Yes, Kevin needs something. Kevin needs some glue. Hey guys, it's me, Kevin. The bear from Disney's Magic Kingdom. I just wanted to stop by and say, hey, I'll be at Osceola. I can't say Osceola, apparently, Scott. It's hard for a bear. <laughs> it's so hard for a bear these days. Anyway, Scott, um, yeah, so we got three new more announcements. We're going to go see uh, Jim Cummings, which I can't wait to uh, lick some honey off of his body. Kevin, Kevin. That, oh my um, gosh, Kevin just took this whole. Kevin, it's, it's turning into a furry convention. Kevin, it's a furry convention. No, guys, uh, it has nothing to do with furries. He is Winnie the Pooh. I love Winnie the Pooh. But I just want to say, hey, uh, stop in. I will be there at Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd, uh, 2024. Make sure you buy your tickets now, and uh, I'll see everybody later. Kevin out. You know what you forgot to talk about when we were doing our little banter here? No, what? You and I were both at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party the other day, and we were walking through Frontierland, <laughs> and we ran into a bunch of Kevin's friends <laughs> walking down the pathway. Did you see me brighten up when I saw Oh, that? my God, you ran. <laughs> you were like a child on Christmas running towards the tree of presents. <laughs> he saw... Who'd you see first? I can't. Even, uh, I was think it, it, was, uh, it was Liverlips McGrawl first. You ran uh, Romeo McGrawl. If yeah, you will. that's right. His new. Right, right, we got to go with Romeo. They changed his we name. Have, we have to learn how to say it. It's got to be play. You know, when I called oh, him, I said, "Hey, Liverlips, can I get a picture?" Uh, and he responded. <laughs> he did. And the, and his handler was like, "Yeah, Liverlips likes that." And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" oh. Nobody's nobody's yeah. pushing the pushing it. But you saw Liverlips. We saw Wendell. Wendell, Big Al ran past us. Big Al, Big Al didn't. Al. He would not want to. He, you know what? He's a diva. And then, uh, what's the other guy? Um, oh gosh, what's uh, the other one that was there? I will absolutely forget his name. Um, but <sighs> speaking of that, of speaking of that, which brings me to a great point. So we're in Frontierland at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, mm-hmm. and we see the country bears. They're all out there and there's five or six of them. So yeah. we're having a great time. And then the band, which is like the old time frontier land band starts playing and they're doing these. Oh yeah. Um, that was fun. Just songs singing along, like trying to make it theme towards frontier land. Yes. Uh, and then you were recording it. And I was like, all right, Scott, don't move because I had to record without somebody noticing that I was recording. Right. And said person was either a, influencer a tiktoker or a youtuber or not even one of those and he was just looking at the camera acting like he was singing along having the greatest time and he did it for like 45 minutes so i recorded the gentleman (laughs) because of how idiotic it looked right it did um and you showed me the which brings me to and I, I apologize if anybody out there isn't is is technically an influencer or part of the media scrum or um, uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. I really want to see streamers. how you're going to sell this without offending. Uh, I no, because there's good people who do it. Right. But there's also people who it's about them. <laughs> Yes. So when yes, you yes, go yes, to yes, yes. a media event or you go to do something, the image you get from them is it's their face first 
and the product is way in the background. Right, right. That's what this gentleman was doing. It was about him. It wasn't about the Disney media event. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about anything else. It was right. about him being seen. Self-promotion. Self-promotion completely. Which made me wonder <laughs> how much I want to tackle saying how much I hate that. <laughs> because I absolutely... it's. I understand we live in a new generation of people who have to get self-gratification over seeing themselves. And in, you can be famous, become famous right. with one video. Sadly, yes. So everybody records everything. Everybody wants to become Instagram famous. Yep. Not realizing that they're going to have one major video that's going to do 15 million views. Yep. People are going to love it across. And they're going to make no money. Yep. And they're done. And they're going to chase that dopamine and that 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 fix yeah forever right until at some point they just give up and move on but it's years usually it's years because you're like oh i had that one video that went 15 million and it's like yeah but it didn't do anything for you yeah i i had one go 15 million and you know what it did it let me get monetized i didn't get that that's what got you monetized yes yeah, but you didn't make money off of Did that. Did not make money off that? No. No residuals? It's like when these sites that they go to these foreign sites and they buy followers, they don't do anything for you but make the number look bigger, but they're not real. Right, and you can see that mm-hmm. by watching the interaction. Yeah. Like you can, t- on Facebook especially, you can see when people have bought uh, clicks and likes, yes. especially followers, oh, yeah. because they get no interaction on their posts. So a, a certain major website who does a really good job around here and is probably the biggest one, they did not go off and buy anything. They've done it mm-hmm. organically. Right. So if they're sitting around 300,000 likes on Facebook and they have 300,000 followers, they're getting interaction right? because it was organic. Whereas in somebody who's upwards of a million uh, close to a million mm-hmm. gets like one or two thumbs up because yeah. the majority of stuff is paid for. Yeah. And you can, you can easily tell it. And Disney really needs to take a look at that. I think sometimes because sometimes there's people on the list who you can clearly tell, I'm sorry, if you have a half a million followers, you should be getting some, yes, Facebook's interaction kind of sucks right now. Yes. Nobody's getting a lot of traffic, but you should be getting hundreds, maybe not thousands right now. But you should be getting hundreds of interaction on a post and they're not right. Which, and I understand, I also understand, and this is why I'm not trashing people, and I'm trying not to, because I also understand Disney inviting out of TikTokers and Instagrammers and stuff, because nothing for nothing, Disney wants to sell the idea that people are having fun down there. Right, And we are having fun. And here's the difference. I will put up the product. I don't need to show my face. I have a blog. I have a website. I have all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. I don't need to put myself out there. I can be anonymous doing this. And it's great because I'm in the parks. I can walk around. I can get stuff done. But I also understand people who put their faces first. But it's when you go above and beyond and Mm -hmm. you have that fear of missing out and you end up ruining a whole party because it's not just you. It's the five hundred to a thousand others who think that they can be you right are now showing up to try and do the same thing you're doing Mm -hmm. so yeah it was a little frustrating this past weekend watching that but i like i filmed that guy and i was just like i'm gonna keep this for me right because that's gonna remind me that's not for me and i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying it's it's not the way i consume media and again i think Michelle put it best in an article or what she was saying something 
And she was like, look, maybe it's just I'm getting older and it's old man yells at clouds. Get off my lawn. Uh, see, my thing is Disney has us out to promote their product. That's what we're doing. We're there to sell vacations. We're there to sell people who aren't here to come to Disney World and have a great time with your family. So if we do have to show pictures of us having fun, we do that. But if you're doing a TikTok dance in front of the castle and putting out on TikTok to the fan base, which is probably not the ones buying vacations, are you really helping the product? We are, we are getting really honest and behind the scenes. Sorry, I probably should have. Stopped. No, 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 no. Because uh, that brings up a great point. You and I and a bunch of other media outlets understand why we're invited. Right. We don't think highly of ourselves. We understand the job is sell Disney. Mm-hmm. Whether it's here's the newest cupcake, here's the newest vacation package, here's this, here's that. But I will give Disney credit. Not once have they ever told us what to say. Nope. The only thing that they've ever said to me as long as you're honest, yep. you can have your own opinion. Mm-hmm. As long as you report the news, how the news is supposed to be reported. Right. And if you have an opinion piece, make sure it's truthful. Yeah. That's all they want. That's they just want us to be truthful with our audiences, not bash the company for something silly. Yeah. Or not get mad about the company and just crash everything because you had one bad experience. You're going to have bad experiences. You're dealing with people who are in their jobs and they're not always happy and you will have a bad cast member. Yep. But you know what? As whole, those cast members are fantastic because they deal with how many tens of thousands oh. of people every day. And there'd be times I would get fired because I yeah. don't think I'd be able to hold back with some of the demands of some of the yeah. customers that come into these parks and the entitlement that right. some of these customers And have. again, I will, we'll both say this. We both think there's some amazing people doing this out there. Oh, there is. And we have a lot of friends who do it. It's, yeah. it's the ones who just are the wannabes and stuff like that. And it's like, we understand. So anyway, as always, Scott, today we will bring you the latest news from the Main Street Mouse and the Fanatics blog now that I just threw us both under the bus. Yeah, we'll be canceled. This will be the last show. Thank from you the listening. opening of new attractions and the announcements of upcoming films, we'll keep you up to date on everything happening in the Disney universe, in sports, pop culture, and entertainment. We have today, my friend, news of the dead. Why do I sound so happy? You always sound I'm happy with news of the I'm dead. I'm so sorry. You should, have been a fun- you should have been a funeral home guy. We do have news of the dead. Our wildly popular WTF Disney segment. That one's almost as happy as the news of the dead. <laughs> And today, my friend, I will update this list to not have it what is on here. We will obviously be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Greetings, Disney enthusiasts. You're now tuned in to the Disney News, where your host is none other than Michelle Atwood, a true luminary in the Disney realm. 
She's the driving force behind the Main Street Mouse and Lost Princess Apparel, embodying the spirit of a Disney princess and pioneering the world of Disney media. Ladies and gentlemen, the queen of the tournament, the princess of the Disney universe, reporter extraordinaire of Fox 35, <laughs> the voice of Disney radio on WDBO. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> the one and only Michelle, Love girl that. boss. Ah. That would. <laughs> <laughs> you realize you embarrass me every She turns red and it's just the three of us in this room. Let's try that again, Michelle. <laughs> now we can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, look Hi. at that. As, Hi, Michelle. I, as I was saying, you embarrass me every week. I am so sorry. Your husband wrote that. I think he was joking, though, when he wrote it. No, I was dead serious. No, you were not. <laughs> it made it into the show notes. It's on the show notes. I read it off. But look, all I do is read cue cards the whole time. Uh, maybe we need to change that card a little bit. We can add to it. What else you want to oh, put no, in how it? How about we shorten it? You've been on WESH. We could add that. We you've been on, Universe, you've been on yeah. the Orlando Sentinel. They've interviewed you for stuff. The number one Google searched Main Street Mouse. That was cool. It was. I was pretty excited about that. <laughs> that was excellent. You did a great job. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Atwood, today, my friend, you and I mm -hmm. have a lot to talk about. Oh my goodness. We have so much to talk about. I'm just going to sit over here in the background and listen. <laughs> you feel free to chime in. No, it's okay. I'm going to be like one of the pips. <laughs> <laughs> Stop dancing. <laughs> the pips all Poor Scott. <laughs> Scott the Leaving pip. on the midnight train. Look, every lead singer needs a backup band. I'm the backup band. <laughs> you are the backup band. <laughs> oh, so anyway, let's get right into this after we don't get right into this. Uh, what do. would you like to talk about? And how do you want to start? And where would you like to start? Because we had... Um, we had a lot to talk about. We got Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. We have yep. Jollywood Nights. We have Douglas the Talking Tree. We, we do. Disney Springs Tree Stroll. Uh, and if you want to put the Swan and Dolphin in there, who'd mind of it? I don't know if you want yeah, to Yeah, they didn't that. invite me. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about that. <laughs> Screw that. Well, then they don't get publicity. No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I no, love the Swan and Dolphin. No, no, those guys are great. And not only that, but the Food and Wine Classic is truly one of the best events that happens down here. We're both food and wine. It's a classic. It's a classic. It says I, it on the sign. I've heard that it's a classic. <laughs> I read that they raised $10,000 for charity. They did for the, um, it was, oh, was Robert it? Smith house. No, not Robert. Robert Smith. Smith of the Cure? <laughs> <laughs> I love Robert Smith. <laughs> All of a sudden, Robert Smith is helping people in Orlando. Robert Smith I, from the Cure got ten thousand dollars from the, from know, the, the Robert Smith house. It helps emo kids grow up without parents. And you know what? Bless his heart. I love me some Robert Smith, and it's good to see he has a charity. <laughs> he does, he does, no, no, no. So, uh, joking aside, it is the last weekend was Veterans uh, Weekend. Yes. And Disney went all out to celebrate with the U.S. Air Force flying over Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And then we had the – what is it called? I'm looking it up right now. Because the Swan and Dolphin raised money, and this is the first time they worked with a charity. Yes. And this charity helps veterans who are wounded and their families yes. with shelter and lodging in the Orlando area while they're in hospice care or in hospital or being taken care of after coming yes. back from being serving overseas. So I didn't want to make a light of that. I wanted to make sure that we get this right. The Fisher House. Is that it, Fisher? I'm still having fun. It it's not on their Fisher website. Fisher House of Greater Orlando. There you go. Yep. Thank okay, you. Right. There we go. Friends of Fisher House. 
Well, all of them are friends now. Well, the name is Friends of Fisher House. It's, it's Greg, Greg. It's Fisher House and Friends. <laughs> and Friends. And friends. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love and Friends. Greg loves and Friends. And Friends is my favorite backup. <gasps> Scott, Scott can be in friends. friends. I'm in friends. <laughs> yes. Love and friends. I've achieved in friends. <laughs> it's Michelle Atwood and friends. And friends. And friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. So where would you like to start? Why don't we start with uh, the good? Yes. All right. So um, let's start with Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. Oh, my gosh. So much fun. It was. It was a lot of work to cover, but it's a great party. Um, it's one that I, I really enjoy going to every year. Um, even, you know, there's not a whole lot that changes, little bits here and there. But to me, because I only go once a year, mm-hmm. it's, it's like brand new to me every time. I love it so much. I love that event. The nice thing I thought this year was... Um, Disney invited certain media outlets. So you guys got to go for media night Mm -hmm. um, and they aren't expecting anything. It's kind of like a Christmas gift. It was. Because they are not looking, they don't give you a hashtag. They don't give you anything. They're not like you have to be here at this time. And you like, um, not so scary. It's a running. You're, you go from fireworks to parade to stage to this, to meeting and greeting, to Mickey Mouse, to merch. It's a lot. At Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, it's, here's tickets, go take your family, have fun. Yes, and it it was considered uh, family media night, so, you know, Scott and I got to go. But, you know, and the thing is, is though, and you don't understand, both of you, when you're used to covering events in a strict sort of way, even when you don't have to, you still feel that pressure to make sure you get the fireworks, get the parade, get this and that, because you know that your audience is going to watch anyway. Especially it's first night. They want to see everything that's going on. They Mm want to see what's returning. Like it's, so that's Mickey's very Mary's very classic party. They want to make sure that the certain things that they love have returned. And that goes back to what we were just talking about, about we know the job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though it wasn't a work night, if per se, it's not a full media event. We knew we had to cover stuff. We knew we had to do certain things that Disney was going to be We're seasoned with. enough to know. We've been covering events for uh, Disney for so many years. We just know how it goes. And I think yeah. a lot of them, hey, I have sidebar. Do you ever think that maybe when they have those type of things where they kind of leave you to your own devices, that they watch and see who actually does their job even when there's no itinerary? 100%. I think so. We through through the grapevine not to make him the Commodores now. Uh, <laughs> the grapevine would be the four tops. I'm sorry. The, and the California raisins. Right. Um, I, I, I've heard that that's kind of what they, they check in on no matter what mm-hmm. it is. They always watch what mm-hmm. everybody does. Yes. And we, t- I talked to one of the heads the other day and he was like, yeah, you, you are not on media yet, but I pay attention to what you're doing. And I saw you do this article and I was like, Oh, Mm-hmm. Oh, you do pay attention. Mm-hmm. I remember when we did all the thrill, all the Disney thrills and I got to speak with the um, female vice presidents of the park yes. and they were all like, no, no, we know you did the podcast episode. And I went, oh, you do pay attention. Yeah. I mean, they do. They quietly, they watch. Yes. It's like they, it's like they're interviewing you without you knowing. Yes. And that's fine. Wait, wait, wait. Check up on us. Um, let's go to, uh, is there anything new this year? that you enjoyed for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party? Oh, uh, hmm. 
Okay, the only, I only noticed a couple of things. Okay. There's uh, not, and they don't change a lot. No. So it's it's the little things. That I'm not, I'm just putting you on the spot real quick because I am then going to ask you your favorite thing about Mickey Berry. Of course, Berry. of course you are. So I did notice that they moved Club Tinsel out of Cosmic Rays and put it over on the stage. And in Cosmic Rays, where Club Tinsel used to be, was like Disney Junior dance party type right. of thing. So they switched that out. Um, I don't know if this is new or not, but I think it is the Green Army Men in the parade. I don't remember the. I remember uh, Woody and Buzz on the float, mm-hmm. but I yeah. I didn't remember the little truck with the Army Men. I know they walked. But Did they, Buzz have his own float before? I remember Buzz having a float, and then there was a floating Martian in front of him on like our. Yes. yes. And that wasn't there this year, so they had the oh. Army Man thing. I think took the place, and Woody was actually on the Toy Story float, where usually it's a, an elf. Is in that front one that right. goes up and down. Mm-hmm. So little things on the parade always yeah. change. And uh, I, I really, let's talk about things that you love about that party. As simple as it is. Yeah. I do love being on Main Street with the fake snow and oh, the music. Oh. I could just sit there and watch the Christmas lights, watch the snow, watch, just I think be I there. turned to you. As we were walking down Main Street, or afterwards, I was like, I got a little emotional walking down Main Street. I know, like, it's I had a little tear. It's something special. It's, it brings out that holly spirit. It, it's just, I don't know. Every once in a while, you get it. it I, I, this happens to me. I just get a moment of clarity. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, when you're in Magic Kingdom, you're like, oh, I, I'm paid to be here. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, this I'm, is my job. Right. Not many other people can say that. So I had one of those moments of clarity. We were running to go get, um, Tickets to go see, not tickets, but to go get in line to see Nightmare uh, Jack and Sally. Sandy Claus. Sandy Claus, which is such a, it was a fun meet. And we were huffing it down Main Street because the parade was going by and I was trying to get in front. I was trying to get in front of the parade to start filming it. We did. And you did make it over just enough time to film it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the later on one, I believe, did you go live on the last one? I did. The one at um, 1115 or whatever it was. I mean, as exhausted as I was, I figured, well, since I'm standing here, I was tired at the end of that night it's a you lot were to cover. just getting over convid yes <laughs> and, i was uh, and uh you were healthy by that point you had tested yeah i was negative negative. and all that but i, I it, my immune system isn't so great and it right. takes me forever to get over stuff mm-hmm. so i was not feeling 100 percent. but i get in work mode and i can't help myself no so. i yeah anytime i walk in disney all of a sudden it's and it's fun so it's not like it's, oh, it's work, like I'm doing nine to five. I mean, literally, I'm taking pictures of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Man, it's rough. Man, it's a rough life. Um, I will say this. I did, so you at one point turned to me and were like, you lead. And I was like, if I lead, you're just doing nothing but characters and this <laughs> stupid stuff. Like, we all went on Tomorrowland Speedway, mm-hmm. the holiday overlay. Yes. And we laughed pretty hard the whole time. It's, just, it's the roughest it's ride the ever. Going one and a half miles an hour yeah, yeah, on that yeah. and track. And your foot hurts by the time because you have it pushed down all the way. You're like trying to push the pedal. And you're choking on exhaust. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, why do I feel lightheaded? It's like Fred Flintstone. You can put your feet out and probably run faster. I probably could. I, but it's still like, it's like a drive in the Northeast. Like you guys are from Detroit. Uh, you understand that. Like everybody. You go drive and look at Christmas yes. lights. It's a thing up North. It is. And people don't realize that down here. So I had to, we had to do that. Then we got to see the seven dwarves, which had no line. That was great. Yeah, we got lucky. We had some cookies. We did have cookies Lots and of, hot chocolate. A lot of hot chocolate. Oh my, so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> we had a lot of cookies. And cider. My cookie was frozen though. 
I didn't have that one, but I also got a hold of that box. That was Elsa's cookie. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh my Uh-oh. god! Hey yo, chocolate chip. Stop it. Elsa's cookie. All right. <laughs> spend, spend. Put the sprinkles on the cookies. Um, oh. It goes on until December twenty something, twentieth, twenty first. Um, I know that the last Jollywood Nights is the 20th yeah. of December. I'm not sure about uh, Very Merry. Oh, I'm going to save Jollywood Nights until last. Because oh, we're going to sure. keep going positive here. Um, we're going to stay positive. Stay positive right here. I, and I do have positive stuff to say about Jollywood. I, I want your opinion mm-hmm. because that's uh, important. Um, you did get a chance to go ahead. December 22nd is the last oh, okay. party. We moved our... And that's, I didn't want to, we moved, we were supposed to go to Jollywood Nights on Saturday, Holly and I. Yeah. And we moved it to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party on November 30th. That's we were going to move it to the end and I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, I, when it's closer to Christmas, I'm, I'm good. I'll be in the parks anyway. Right. Christmas lasts a while here. So. Speaking of what? Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Time Parade. Yep. They did a daytime taping of it for the 40th anniversary of the ABC Christmas Day Parade, Disney Parks Christmas Day Parade in the Parks Parks Parade. <laughs> I saw your comments. say that ten times really. Fast. <laughs> it's, it's the Christmas lot. Parade. We just usually say the Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. Parade because it's so just too much. I got over there during the day and got to see the Christmas Parade, and it's it hits differently during the day. It was beautiful, like, and I don't know. There's something about snow and being on Main Street mm-hmm. that's really gets you. But it's really nice to get pictures and just see the parade go by. Yeah. And there's no, there was no stress during the day and anything like. But they were filming the holiday party at the same time, mm-hmm. and uh, so I thought that was really nice. So that'll be uh, December 25th. Will the parade that we just saw will be on ABC Television and on Hulu and a few other things. Right. Um, Douglas, the Talking Tree. Douglas the Talking Tree. So I think last week Disney we talked Springs. about that I was going to get to meet You Douglas. broke the news. I, I did. Do you know how cool it was that I was the only one who had that information? That's pretty cool. I bet. <laughs> it's Douglas still a Talking Tree. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> I'm trying not to poo-poo all over this because I know some people, I've, and I've seen reactions. People, people are, love it. They're digging that tree. And, and <laughs> like, I like to dig up that tree. It's, I don't know. I think Disney people just like anything that's kind of new and novelty. And uh, I went over to see uh, Douglas before he made his debut that evening. So I got to do a little. Hey guys, it's me, Douglas. I'm a talking tree. Oh my God, look at he kind of sounds like that. He does. That's sound exactly just, like exactly him. his voice. Hey, it? Douglas, thanks for coming by. <laughs> oh God, no, we <laughs> no, he's only Christmas. <laughs> no, he's only Christmas. He's a Christmas character. He's a Christmas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the tree, and I was right with what I said last week as far as the same technology as push the trash can. And um, <laughs> you mean it's just not a real tree that talks? No, it's just so. And it, but it's run the exact same way. Stop it, Pip. Stop Sorry. it, Pip. <laughs> I'm just going to leave on the minute train to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the tree. The tree. So Douglas. Douglas. The fir tree. Yeah. So basically it's push, but a tree. So that is It's tr- amazing because it's done by the same person who does push. I know. So it... it and it's funny because so like when when the tree was talking to me, <laughs> it's actually the owner of said tree 
off to the side and um you know he's got he's wired up but you can't see the wire um and and i had asked him after the tree was talking to me um you know because he was standing i don't know how many feet away but when it's crowded at disney springs and if this thing is supposed to be interacting with guests and you know how loud it is Mm -hmm. like he's probably or whoever's running it that night has to be close vicinity because if somebody asks a tree a question or something he can't hear you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah they have to be i did ask they you have just to be pulled back all the magic on that wow tree. they have to be within they're incognito but they're close by the tree so they can make it talk she just ruined everything about that tree did i really no yeah Okay, who really thinks that the tree is talking and interacting by itself? You two are ridiculous. <laughs> they just both raised their hands. I just raised our hands in agreement. Oh, look, I know how to suspend the magic. How? Oh. That was a talking tree. <laughs> Technically, it was a tree that talked. It did. And he roll. He and he spins in circles, and he has light. He's on and roller he skates. You by name. He did so know you by name. You can go to the Main Street Mouse YouTube page, correct, and you can watch the interaction with. I have you. it on the Instagram, uh, on the Instagrams as well. I have a reel over there, but yeah. So it's me talking to Douglas Spur. It follows her on the internets. On the internets. Wow. And what's funny is when I put that video up, Douglas goes home. He's all lonely in front of the fire. <laughs> You better not sit too close. Oh. Oh. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, people online, when I put up their video, they're like, oh, my God, it's Push. Because it's the same voice, the same technology. Yeah. And people did yeah. remember, even though Push has been gone since like 2015 or 14. It's been Disney a while. people don't forget. They do. don't forget. No. So they're still hyped up about the trash can. So yeah. I guess they're hyped up about the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so that's at Disney Springs. And it's happening every day until Christmas time, right? Or is it until January 1st? Um, I, I, through the holidays is all I was told. Mm-hmm. And uh, Douglas is going to be spinning around and talking along the Christmas tree stroll. Mm-hmm. Till 8 around. o'clock at night, I believe. I think so, till 8. Yeah, till 8 at night. Sounds like a DJ. He's going to go to bed. Yeah. Douglas is spinning till 8. It could be a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Doug the DJ. DJ Doug. DJ Douglas. <laughs> blip, blip. DJ Fur. Big ups to Junior up in Brooklyn Heights. We are Douglas the Fur Tree. Ja Rastafari. <laughs> I don't know why all of a sudden. I don't know why he's Jamaican. from Jamaica. I know. He's a Christmas tree. So. Yeah, he's lit. That's what it is. He's lit. Yeah. <laughs> he's from Jamaica. He'd be more of a palm tree. <laughs> the only thing getting lit down there yeah. is the tree. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, Disney Springs. Uh, did you guys spend time doing the Disney Christmas tree stroll? I saw a few. Um, like I was saying before, I do miss the, the actual tree trail. Right. Um, but yeah, we saw it. We took a pictures of a couple, but we didn't walk the whole thing. I'd rather go in the evening and go get mm-hmm. the whole experience. I like going at night because I like the lights and all that stuff. I ran into uh, our friend over there, Mr. Matt Simon, the yes. vice president of Disney Springs. I love Matt. And he was like, do you have your magic band? I was like, no. Do I need it? <laughs> he was like, get your magic band. Why? I was like, oh, over at the Nightmare Before Christmas tree, <gasps> it interacts with your magic band. Stop it. No. The way the serious. statues do in the parks. Yes. Huh? Only this one is more interactive. Oh, yeah. Well, now I have to go so check that out. They're implementing the Magic Band Plus across other things than just in the parks and for attractions. It's now at Disney Springs with the Disney Christmas tree stroll. Wow. I fell in love with that at that point. I was like, thank you, Mr. Simon. 
<laughs> Thank you for the tip. Thank you. I will go get, and I ran to my car and got my Tron Magic Band and was like, wave. And at the top of the Nightmare Before Christmas, zero spins around. Well, Does it talk cool. though? <laughs> the tree? Yeah. Or zero? Well, either. Well, zero is a dog ghost. Does he bark? Like, it sounded more like Blue's Clues. It's me. I'm Zero. This is ASMR with Zero the dog. So the tree doesn't talk. Ghost. The tree doesn't talk. You're a ghost. No, Douglas the fir tree talks. I'm just saying, why not? If talking trees are the rage. Zero Um. So that's most of Christmas. Now. Let's get to a real discussion here because oh, I want your, I did read your review and I think you did such an amazing job on the Main Street Mouse. You can go read a review of Jollywood Nights. Um, and I will preface this whole thing by saying um, all three of us were there. Uh, I was a guest of a media person, so I was media. Um, you guys are media. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a media invite. Yes. Um, but once the party started, there was only two main things that you had to be at, and it was the shows. The shows. Oh, and then Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, and the rain at the end of the night. Right. But the rest of the party, you were I loved how they brought the rain in. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say they brought Lorraine in? The, the rain. rain. Oh, they brought the rain in perfectly for not this Not French rain. Up. It's Lorraine. Where do you get this? I don't know, man. It's just stuck in my head. This This is is why why these segments are so long. I know. Because it's like total like squirrel. (laughs) And it's all of us. Speaking of Doug. (laughs) Get back to Christmas. Get back to Christmas. So anyway, what I was trying to say was everybody was obviously media invite. um, Mm -hmm. But by 830, by the time the party started, it was free and we go out there and experience it on our own. And I wanted to put that out there because once that happens certain things fall into line. So uh, at this point, it is all on you, Michelle. Oh How was Jollywood Nights? Um, An honest review. You can go and read my review at the mainstream. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. Uh, uh, you put me on the spot. I am. I know. Okay. No, so- no, no. And there's, listen, there's no reason for us to trash it. No, I'm not, I'm not going to trash but it. But we can criticize the simple things. And this is with the fact of it was the first night. Yes. Mm-hmm. Things could change for this Saturday's party. And should. I think they and were. And we're hoping to. Um, uh, Scott and I already talked about influencers. Uh. And one of the main issues <laughs> with Jollywood Nights was the amount of people who had FOMO. There were so many YouTubers, influencers, TikTokers, Instagrammers, chubby checker players, uh, chess players, um, their grandmoms, uh, Aunt Marine was right there, um, <laughs> the fashion police were there, some lady with feathers in her eyeballs. Um, there was just people everywhere. Yes. So All I right. say that because nobody was taking advantage of the rides that were open. So it didn't suck up any of the crap. No. So right. this was a weird crowd it was but i do okay so here's all right let's just let's just get right to it (laughs) rip that band-aid off (laughs) lines everywhere i mean lines for everything and i do believe because it's only a four-hour party 
you have to pick and choose what you is what's important to you. Um, so like before we even got there, one thing I definitely wanted to check out was the like the soiree by Tower of Terror. They're supposed to have like an old fashioned band and like a specialty bar back there for, you know, like certain cocktails that you can only get at the party. So I get back there and it's a madhouse. So the bar is actually past where the band was going to be. But the line to get a drink went all the way back out into the street. And can I just say what? for a bar, uh-huh. it was really just a push cart mm-hmm. of pre-mixed drinks <laughs> in one of those, like you see them pushing them through the parks during the day anyway. It wasn't like I thought, and this is a preconceived notion I had, I thought it was going to be a bar. Like a real bar. And mm-hmm. set up and beautiful and really displayed nicely. No, it was one of those steel green <laughs> and gray looking contraptions and they were like, yeah, pre-mixed, here you go. But here's the thing. That line that was two hours to get a drink, Ooh. you would think that because it's all pre-made stuff, it should be like pour out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it should have been quicker. Um, I was not about to stand in that line to get a, a, a drink. There's no way. And it wouldn't have been a good, strong drink at all. It would have been as expensive Disney's, as it would have been. No, if yeah. you, all the pre-made special drinks are never strong. No. It's kind of a waste of money unless you like juice. It, <laughs> I will say though, um, prices for the food and drinks that we weren't able to stand in line and get <laughs> were decently priced. Like nothing was crazy priced. Could have been why the lines were so long. Um, it could have been. Yeah. But, um, like, Look, we walked by Fairfax Fair on the way to Twilight Soiree at the Hollywood Tower Hotel. And I'm still sad about it. But. And that was a 45 minute to an hour long line. Yes. Which leads me to, I brought this up the other day and I wanted your opinion on this. Right. Is it at Magic Kingdom, people can go up and get their food and it's done really quick. And yes. it's, you cycle in and out of those. I mean, if you think of Cosmic Rays, there's what, eight registers mm-hmm. at three different bays. And they all sell the same stuff. Right. So 24 registers over at Fairfax Fair, they had two. Right. And there's no way of adding any more. No, but in that case, and, and again, just my opinion, um, again, for our party, you, there's so much that you want to try and see and do. Um, and in my, again, opinion, Wasting two hours or an hour to get a cupcake or a drink is a waste of money and time. I mean, we left the party starving because we didn't get to eat the whole time because the lines were too long. Like you go to um, Berry Mary and you can walk up and get food and you're not starving. I mean, literally. As long as it's not sold out. Well, exactly. Like yeah. the cookie we tried to get 12 minutes into the party at Cosmic Grape was sold out. <laughs> Scott was very bitter about that, I by the way. That's why I brought it up. I wanted Scott to get it, it out of It was aggravating. System. But it, at, at Jollywood Nights, though, I think something they could have done by Fairfax Fair is they could have had Catalina, Eddie's, and Rosie's All-American selling, selling, the, the, same selling the same stuff. stuff. So it's all in that same vicinity. So for things coming out of the kitchen, it's easy to deliver them to all those venues at one time. And they right. could have, there was no reason to stop them. You could have tripled the amount of sales you could have done every minute. Yep. So is that why? So 
what that uh, the reason I brought that up is is Hollywood Studios conducive to have one of these after hour parties? Not after hours party. I'm sorry, special ticketed events because you have to bring in the decorations. You have to do all the other stuff because um, I want to get to the stage shows in a minute. But I'm just it just felt like there were so many lines and things backed up and nobody mm-hmm. kind of knew what they were doing and mm-hmm. and it wasn't cast members' fault because nope. they were doing their best. It wasn't Disney's fault because it, it, there's just some of these buildings are not meant to have that many people hit there. Mm -hmm. Does Disney hold some responsibility? A little bit for the planning and thinking about it. Like, nothing for a lot of them, Twilight Soiree sounds amazing. It did. But the stage was in the worst position possible. It It was. was. facing almost where the bar was. The bar area was small. Joffrey's stand was right there. (laughs) They're trying to put a two-hour line to go past it, but people would get their drinks and then stand right in front of the stage, Uh making that backup happen. That was a dead end. That's a bad spot to put that. It was chaos back there. Yeah, they could have put it over there where the old... uh we used to do the old fast pass, that building that's outside the tower. They could have done something a little right. bit more of an open area. You had that whole Pixar courtyard where mm-hmm. I've seen major parties happen. Yeah. You could have done a Pixar party for the kids. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, now I'm, I'm starting to imagineer the whole thing. Um, I characters. Think, characters. How are characters? I'm sorry, Scott. No, I was just going to say, I think a lot of it too is from my impression, they oversold the party. Too many people there. Way too many. People. And I think they didn't. The I park really is think, I think they should have done. Yeah. And again, uh, this is just my opinion for what it's worth. They should have done a preview night for cast members mm-hmm. and meet mm-hmm. to see how it goes. Give it and a then, try before yeah. you. And then you the wouldn't have had in. us in the park at the same time as no. everybody else. And then people would have realized, oh, here's what we got to fix and stuff. But I, I, I got to get on my soapbox for one minute, please. Um, so I, I, I'm a comment reader. I love reading comments. I love, uh, I get a lot of information and feedback from the comment section. Um, so I've been reading a lot of feedback the past couple of days. And I think one thing I would like to, uh, disagree with is you got some people are saying, oh, the media list is just too big. Um, they, uh, you know, invite everybody cause you know, and that's not the case. There are media list is a very small group of people. But here's what I here's what I also read. You have a lot of these vloggers and wannabes act they buy tickets for the party, Greg, mm-hmm. and present it like they got invited by media. Yep. That's not true. So no, it's not Disney inviting too much media. Our media group is small. So and it's 17, 18 people. Yes. I think it's 17 or 18 outlets is our media is the real media group. And then there's yeah. the influencer crowd. And it's usually as Instagram and or influencers TikTok. weren't invited. No. And um, these YouTubers mm-hmm. that present themselves as media. I've been to enough media events to know it's very rarely you see a YouTuber invited to a media event. Mm-hmm. So you can't blame Disney. Listen, I'm getting mad now. You can't blame Disney for, you know, giving the media quote unquote too many freebies or too much access. And it's hurting the regular people that come. Cause that's not true. Um, yeah. Regular people. I would like to see you reach almost a million people a month with your, what you have to say. Once you reach that as a regular paying customer, sure, go ahead. You can come anytime you want. Between these sites, you can reach a million people or more on some sites. Mm -hmm. Not saying mine. I'm don't. I'm please don't (laughs) say. But fifty thousand to a hundred thousand people a month. 
that's a lot of people that you can reach. That's sometimes more than what Disney reaches. Right. So Disney is doing this as a way of advertising. Yes. So we are paid to be there to do our advertising and talk to the audiences that we know and either sell it or, or just like we were able to do and you were able to put it down. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. And you did such a good job of that. Speaking of pros, okay. let's talk about positives. Okay. So other than the character meet and greets, because. Yeah, that was cute. But, okay, I know you didn't get to see Phineas and Ferb and you're sad. I was. Um, but and the, on the positive, um, hands down, my very favorite thing of the whole four hours was the Nightmare Before Christmas yes. sing-along. And um, the large Jack Skellington puppet that they use on the castle at Halloween time. When that curtain pulled back and that big Jack walked out, everybody just gasped. It was so cool. Because, it, and not only that, I think, again, my opinion, it's because it was so close to us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like when you're on the Magic Kingdom stage, it's pushed back some. Like and he you looks see small. It and he looks small. But when you're right next to it, you realize that a human being is only half of its size. And you see how it moves. You see the eyes blink. You see the oh, mouth moving in. It's armature. Very high tech uh, puppetry. Um, he's amazing. It looks like it's really Jack Skellington yep. in front of you. Um, highly impressed. I loved how the show. Yes, they played music from the movie, but the characters didn't speak. They acted out. And that's how the kids are and stuff in the movie. Mm -hmm. So it kind of all flowed together. Mm -hmm. Um, We got to see Oogie Boogie do his song on on stage. And I'm going to I want to go a step further, make a bold statement, (laughs) please. I fully I am so oh God, don't. Oh, we don't get hate mail. I'm so over Frozen and that sing-along. <gasps> it, it has been out You're going to get hate mail from me. All right. I'm sending you an email tomorrow. Fine, you do that. Um, but You're it's been there the since 2015. I think during the holidays, they could give that a rest. Yeah. And they could <gasps> put that... Just, they could they could put the Nightmare Before Christmas sing along just for the holidays yep. in there because it's that good and it's different and I think it would get another audience into the to the park to see something new because there really isn't a lot that's new during the day. Does that make sense? I, I it could be almost like how in Disneyland they had the overlay of the mansion and that's something they yes. do just for the holidays. Why yes. couldn't we do an overlay of the sing along? here for the holidays and i actually i mentioned i messaged uh james silson the producer of that show right um, because we didn't get to see him after we saw it so i messaged him and talked to him about it and uh he said he 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 loves the property of nightmare before christmas and he was so excited to hear that we loved the show because i told him everybody we know that saw it said they loved the show to stand out and 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 if you know who james is he's also the producer who put together happily ever after so he's really good at his production but he was a puppeteer. And so the fact that he brought the puppet of Jack into the show and they worked with Tim Burton and his crew yep. to make the show good, it's just phenomenal. And it's, it's a show I think a lot of people need to see. Is it worth paying for the party just to see the show? Probably mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Okay. But if you could see it during the week, during the show, of just do it from like, like this. When the parties start, you run that show instead of the Frozen show. And then January 1st, you bring Frozen back in. Yeah, um, and I think that just a just a suggestion, if anybody cares what I have to say. Let's say they scrap Dollywood Nights, and this is a one and done because it's mm-hmm. possible because they had they've done that with other events. Yeah. 
at least keep that sing along because I think it's really yep. good. And that's online. More people are raving about the sing along than they are the stage show at Beauty and the Beast. And I thought it was going to be the other way around. Mm-hmm. And it's not. So I really well, well, well done, Disney, with that sing along. Michelle, what? Do you want to build a snowman? No. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> So wrong. Let it go, Greg. Ah, oh, oh. <laughs> but then you don't get that holly jolly. Da, 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 da. Oh my god, no. I love that song. It's only during the holiday special. I just don't care. It'd just be nice to have a revamped <laughs> show for the holidays. Just give us something new for the holidays that we no, don't no, no. Have I agree. I thought, I'm, and I'm not kidding. I absolutely agree. I think what's this is the standout spectacle of Jollywood Nights, and I, I think you're right. I didn't even think about that because that would work so well. Mm-hmm. During at, at any that theater, yeah, I agree. Uh, great idea. Yes, and I, I agree think, with you. I but, actually, you could take it a step further and almost do that for the Halloween season. Do a different show with Jack Skellington yeah. if you really wanted to push it. You because it's do, both seasons. Yeah, really. you could do change up the show a little bit, not to be as heavy Christmas type of. But nightmare, they could but just do, do this Halloween. is Halloween song. So they don't do that song. Probably right. just right. as many emo teenagers who like Nightmare Before Christmas as little girls who like Frozen. Probably. And adults, a lot of adults like that movie because it's 30 years old. And, yeah, you know, a lot of adults like Frozen, too. <laughs> <laughs> I like Frozen more than I like Nightmare Before Christmas. There, I put it out there. Now mm. people know. Uh, Kermit, Miss Piggy, holidays in, uh, was it holidays? Disney Hollywood? holidays and holidays and holidays. It's just a Hollywood, Disney holidays, holidays in Hollywood or in, something. In, in Tanzania. <laughs> I, um, I really enjoyed that spectacle. I think the surprise on that one was seeing Belle come out and doing her song from Belle's Enchanted Christmas, the uh, special holiday Beauty and the Beast thing that nobody remembers except for me, apparently. Well, you, oh, you watch like Frozen. Frozen. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's when we mute Michelle and Scott. Uh, <laughs> um, how did you like um, what is it, Scott? Is it Hall? Hol- <laughs> I was gonna look it up. But I am literally of... stumbling over Disney's my holidays in Hollywood Disney, studio yep. for the holidays. Disney <laughs> holidays in Hollywood. Is holidays the name of the in show, Hollywood, which is a With, it's supposed to be a TV show. Yes, basically, we're watching a live, like old fashioned yeah. TV show. Um, yeah. I don't. You want my honest opinion? Yes. <laughs> tell me how much you love Miss Piggy. Oh, I do love me some Miss Piggy because <laughs> you know. When she's nice. Um, <laughs> so, okay, growing up with the Muppet Show, um, I thought it was really cool to see Piggy and Kermit in that big present box, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the choreography was great. Um, oh, I just, I don't know if it was, I get the premise of what they were trying to do. Right. Like old-fashioned Christmas with the radio announcements. That was really cute. Um, something missed the mark for me with that show. And I can't put my finger on it. It's not that I didn't like it because I did like it. I just felt like it didn't hit home for me. Like, you know how some Disney shows you like are wowed. Like, oh, my goodness, that was great. You know, almost take your breath away type of thing. I did not have the warm fuzzies at the end. I like to see Kermit and Piggy. I thought that the choreography was like mm-hmm. a Broadway production. Mickey and um, Minnie's dancing. Mickey and Minnie were actually really good dancers. You know what my problem is with Mickey and Minnie? What? They didn't blink. Oh, they weren't the blinking ones. Yeah, they well, weren't the normal. They were they were nervous. It was stage fright. They were just you know, 
<laughs> Dude, you were literally on stage with Kermit and Piggy. It's the first time Mickey and Minnie have been with them. And you it's the first time they crossed over. Is it Ghostbusters? Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams unless you're going to blink. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll miss it. <laughs> Don't blink or you'll miss it. <laughs> That's why they weren't blinking because they didn't want to miss what they, they didn't were seeing. Miss the show. Um, um, yeah, I, you know, here's, and I think I figured out what, like, now I love the show, but I think with the, it was the banter during the commercials, like mm -hmm. it was supposed to be commercial and banter, yeah. but they didn't fit very well together. So it threw the right. show off a little bit yeah. and then they would go right back into it. And not only that, tell me that was Tiana because it did not look like Tiana it did not in look any like way, Tiana. shape or form. It looked like any other amazing Big singer. That Disney she has. was fantastic. She was, um, and I'm not taking anything away. But however, what I'm is, she didn't look like a Disney character. It right? just looked like a really talented lady singing on stage. Yeah. Um, and I think that that her whole segment or that she did, the number that she did um, was not geared towards Christmas whatsoever. It did not look Christmassy to and me And they at made all. a point of telling us that it was a brand new written song just for Jollywood Nights. Right. And it kind of laid an egg and they really had to yeah. lay out that we were at tiana's place to yeah. see this show because they weren't because you didn't know it was tiana when she walked on stage yeah, because you didn't realize it just it, so a, they didn't tell you she was just in a white dress and it's mm -hmm. like she didn't have the the lily pad in her hair they could have really made that festive and cute with they the could have brought out kermit to sing with her like it's He's the like, princess and the frog oh, oh my God. gosh yeah that's, that's a, a miss, great idea yeah, that's a what a missed opportunity, opportunity. big time yeah, I, I just didn't. I thought that section of the show was meh. I, and I, then it started raining. <laughs> and it never stopped. And it didn't stop. So, okay, so when the rain hit um, towards the end of the evening, now, mind you, as media, we still had a specific time. We had to be at each show. So yep. we were not off the hook. And our last media thing was at 1230 in the morning for Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. <laughs> it was. It was and that was the only Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell that were doing yeah, that whole evening. Yeah, you have to stay to the end. Um so it's the same show as it was before COVID when they stopped everything. Um, I noticed it was a little bit shorter because I have like a steel trap memory when it comes to shows. And I remember certain parts and there's certain parts that were missing. Um, it was a little shorter. But so the problem was with the rain is that when we started walking around after we got out of the, uh, the sing along, um, I wanted to go check out the entertainment, like, you know, the, the out by the commissary, they yes. had, um, you know, it was like their Feliz Navidad area over there, yeah, which was, was pretty cool. Yep. Um, but when we went over there, everything was, they were rolling up the sidewalks cause it was raining. raining really hard. So I didn't get to see that. And then when we didn't get to see the DJ over by, um, animation courtyard mm -hmm. because of the rain. So right. I like the last hour of the party basically was rained out. Yeah. So I feel like there was missed opportunities. There. And when you only have four hours to lose an hour because of the rain. Yeah. So, uh, end of story on this one, where, and what would you suggest people to do? Um, I think the party needs to be at least an hour longer. Okay. I feel they need more uh, food options in multiple locations to cut the lines down. Okay. Um, and I think if they did that, oh, here, I, I got something. If they did that and spread it out more, people would have more time to do things. And um, one big complaint people for, that were at the party had said was um, they didn't get to see a show because of capacity on, you know, um, they didn't get to see the sing-along or they 
one lady told me she tried to get into the sing-along twice and it was at capacity both times. Really? I did not know that. And same with the Muppet show. Um, <gasps> somebody else had told me, one of my followers had told me that they kept trying to get into that show and it was at capacity also. But let's say, let's say you're in line to get the turkey cupcake for an hour and a half and you're running, you get your cupcake finally and you're running to get into the Beauty and right. the Beast theater. Um, if you don't get there in time, then, or you think oh, a lot of shows you can get in at the last minute. Yeah. Apparently these you cannot from what I read. And the sad part about the one happening in Beauty and the Beast, the, the Disney holidays in the Hollywood mm-hmm. is, uh, is you're hearing the show from outside anyway. Mm-hmm. So you, the show's ruined if you're sitting out there eating your turkey cupcake. <laughs> I really am mad about that turkey cupcake, so there was, by the way. So they did, they did, so the what's this and the Disney's Hollywood Days in Hollywood, they did four of each of those shows yeah. during the party. But how do you limit people to only going to it once so that you don't have people? So like, yes, we go again. Michelle and I, we had actually bought tickets to go to opening night, but then they had the media event. So we we were yeah. we took our tickets that we paid for and we moved them to a later. We're actually going to the last party of the year because we want to see what changes so they make. We are going back. That's we that's are going back. Going the very back. last party. And and the one thing we both have said we definitely want to go see is what's this again? Yeah. But would we want to see it twice if we could? You know, and I think I would like it because there's not a lot of other things to do at said party. Right. But those two shows, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, I've seen it. I don't really need to see it again. I was so tired by the time that came uh, out. At too. the end of the night, you're exhausted. We had just done, now I'm not complaining about what we do, but we had done party on Thursday. We did yeah. food and wine on Friday, and then we had this on Saturday. So it was a lot of work. And, and to stand out there in the rain for that hour plus and just being soaked to the bone. It, our parking spot was in the very back of the lot. So by the time I got to our car, my shoes had water pouring out of Did them. Did you get one of the ponchos that she Oh, the big, the big sandwich baggie? Uh, yes, yeah. but it had <laughs> sleeves. It did. It was the had first the, time I had sleeves. And you could pull on your on the one around. But it was face. so thin. So I'm sitting there, and I, my my <laughs> sandwich so. baggie was leaking. And I'm watching. I'm watching. Not Jingle even a Ziploc bag. It's it was thinner Costco. than a baggie. It was yeah. It was bad. So every time I moved my head, it was like a big gush of water like went down my face went down the neck of the poncho i can't even do ponchos because it literally just pours off you right into your shoes yes Mm -hmm. and it was i was sticking to the poncho because i was already soaked when they gave it to us so when i got to the car i couldn't wait to rip that thing off i'm like did you see the picture of jeremy's shirt because yes. Jeremy had bought a, our friend Jeremy had bought a, he had bought a vest off of Amazon <laughs> and wore it over a white shirt. Well, the rain had made the vest, the red vest, bleed into his white shirt. So it, it looked like it he looked like he was somebody. assaulted, yeah. like somebody was, stabbed him. Uh, nice things was we did get to see a whole bunch of friends that were out there. Yeah, um, it was very nice. It was yeah. kind of like a. Even though we didn't go with a friends group, it turned it out turned out to be that way. We met up with some of our House of Mouse Expo staff. It was nice. I had a great time doing that. I, I enjoyed the night. I, I really did. I did enjoy the night. I had a good time. My my expectations were really high. Mine too. Um, Mine too. And I thought this was going to be the party of the year. Yeah. And I should have tampered it. So it's a little bit on my end that I didn't get what I thought I was going to get out of it. Uh what really set it off was, look, when we do media events, every once in a while, we do get something special. So having the meet and greet with Mickey mm-hmm. and Minnie and Donald and Daisy beforehand, I didn't have to wait for characters. <laughs> That's um, true. That was nice. We got to see Frozone and Edna. Um, but then we also got to see um, 
Kermit and Piggy and get a magic shot there. And can mm-hmm. I just say the magic shots and the photo pass for Jollywood Nights are so well done. Like mm-hmm. I think they had some yes. really good stuff like that. And there was a couple in Galaxy's Edge also, wasn't there? We never I made it we back never, there. We never made it. I know <laughs> Sam did though, and Sam said that there was one about Life Day. There was a yes. photo with Life Day, and then there was another photo but in the back there. That's for Life Day. Like that's yeah. Not there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of ground we didn't get to cover because of all the lines. So yeah. I'm hoping that As, uh, Sam know. also went back there and said there was not a soul in Star Wars or Toy Story. There was not a soul, and it's because it was a whole bunch of other people who. Well, I think as media too, we had play we had certain times to yeah. see the shows. Yeah. So we had to be at this show at this time. We had to be at this show at this time. And if we had stopped and talked to anybody along the path, well, now it was time to go to the show. We didn't have time to do it. Yeah. And that's exactly what and happened. Like getting stopped everywhere we yeah, went. We kept like, stopping and talking. Because we know everybody and we're pleasant with everybody. And you guys know way more people than I do. It's <laughs> just a mayor and Mrs. McCheese of oh Hollywood my. Studios. Oh, now I'm hungry. Mayor McCheese was there. <laughs> I know. I'm starving. Why are you doing that to me? Oh, we haven't eaten dinner yet. Uh, sidebar. Did you see the McDonald's Crocs? I saw your article. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. They dropped today. Oh, my gosh. Oh, are the, you going to buy them? They come with a side of fries. Yeah. McDonald's okay. coupons. I'm gonna. This is. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you before I respond. Oh boy. <laughs> Do you guys like Crocs? I don't. I mean, I I have bought them in a pinch where my feet were killing me, like out at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I would use them around the house, so maybe as slippers. But I'm not an outdoor go places in my Crocs person. I've used them at the like the water parks. Oh, I'll yeah, wear them parks. into the. I'll wear because you can wear them right into the pool. You don't have to worry about the water damaging them all. So I'll wear them. For are you that setting us up with pool. this question? Because I feel like you are. Did you get us free McDonald's Crocs? <gasps> Did I you? absolutely find them the most disgusting. <laughs> okay, so I don't I've feel bad ever then. Seen in my life, like even Rory wants one. I'm like, no. I will not have them near me. I won't have them in my house because then people get like dirty feet and they put them in there and then they're all and people dirty wear them with the socks. socks. And then they go on freaking things like soaring around the world and they're like, I'm going to kick my cracks off. And then I got dangling gross toes over my head. No, Crocs are. Bleh. Did so they for, have Grimace it, Crocs? Yes, and they're really cool looking. <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> Which leads me to, and the Croc, the Croc one, the Croc ones, they, the Grimace ones have fur and they're open toed. Open toed with fur. No, yes. now I have to go. Oh, there's that's so more like a slipper. It's a slop, a slop, slop, a slipper. Did you crop? make that up? Yes, <laughs> I thought they were selling it. You've been talking to me for an hour now. I've made up half the stuff we've talked about. So, anybody um, looking to buy Greg some for Christmas, he, he loves the, Crocs. He wants the Grimace. He's got small feet Crocs. though, size four. <laughs> 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 my big toe wouldn't even I don't know how he doesn't t- topple over with his small feet. <laughs> but little tiny feet. Giant head, small feet. Um, I think that's it. Anything, think else, so. anything think else you want to talk about? We've literally been going for an hour and 10 minutes. Already. We have been. And it's, we're just, oh my God, I overstayed my welcome. I'm sorry. No, you didn't. There was a lot to go through this week. There really was a lot, lot to go sorry, through. Sorry, folks. Sorry, if you're folks. still there, I hope you're all still there. Because no, me and Greg have our fun stuff. Yeah, too. we still have fun stuff. Too. We're going to skip one or two things. We're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my list now. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, from the Main Street Mouse, the one and only, the incomparable, go to MainStreetMouse.com and please read her review on Jollywood Nights and check out everything else. But again, the incomparable, Michelle Atwood. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back at the live podcast show. You just heard from the Main Street Mouse herself, Michelle Atwood. Michelle Atwood. And I hope they're I, still listening. I, you, ladies, I mean, this is a long episode, so we apologize. But thank you so much for sticking through with us. We were going to do News of the Dead, but Scott, since we just talked about this, I'm going here. Your dreams what the fuck, Disney? Now, before you go there, I just want to say no disrespect to the person that passed. No, no. By no. skipping that at all. Um, just really quickly, if we just want to say really quickly, it was a Philadelphia Flyers goaltender, Roman. I'm not sure. How to Checkmonic. Checkmonic did pass away. So um, condolences to, to Roman's family and, and uh, followers yeah. and fans. Um, that what he did an amazing pass. goaltender he was for Philadelphia. Only 52, though. It's kind of sad. But anyway, so let's go ahead and go on to our. Thanks for making me do the song. Well, you jumped like I couldn't stop you. Yeah. You want to do the song again? What the fuck, Disney? Yeah, thanks for killing my goalie. <laughs> oh, sure. Now you bring it up again. <laughs> this show Play the song again. Here we go. Time absolutely three. off the rails today. So we just talked about Jollywood Night, Scott, and I want to bring up... A major, I don't know if I want to say faux pas. Uh, I don't know want to say, I don't know if they, it's just uh, something that Disney just, just didn't do a good job with. I don't think they, I don't think it was sold to us the way, or it wasn't presented to us the way it was actually going to be. Yeah. And I'm trying to bring up, I actually have a picture, excuse me, because I want to read this off properly and now I can't find it. Um, yeah, I'm not going to find it. Um, Ollie. Yes, Ollie. Which the was our jazz playing <laughs> gingerbread man. Yes, he was. Jolly. Ollie. I'm sorry. Ollie. Ollie not Jolly. Because he was also the, the word we needed to get into the media. Yes. The, the password was Ollie. Ollie. <laughs> Look at him. There he is. There he is. There's that guy. I have a little picture so, of him. He's a gingerbread Ollie cookie. Is a ginger. <laughs> Red man may have been in Shrek. And he, he looks like he looks like um, a gingerbread man who plays jazz. So he has a saxophone uh, up on the front of the park. He had a trumpet. Right. He was considered the first. Now, Scott, they obviously put a lot of thought and time into this. They did. He they told us in the press release and in the press meeting. He was the first original Walt Disney World exclusive character in the past 30 years, years since Figment, right? Figment, yeah. Wouldn't that be 40 years? Uh, yes, I think they also forgot a whole bunch of other characters they've created that, but since then, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, what the deuce, man? And here's my problem. They hyped up Ollie to us. Like they went out of their way to make sure that we, we knew, knew the what name, was going we knew, on. Yeah. We knew where to find him. And they sold go over to the courtyard by the Jazzy Holidays at the Brown Derby, and you're gonna find Ollie there. And I was like, oh crud. It's another character meet and greet. I can go meet Ollie. And I got a little hyped up. Now, nobody knew what Ollie looked like. Nope. Now, we all had a map, right? Yeah, they gave us each one. And on the back of the map is Ollie 
none of us noticed. I never noticed. Hold on. Yes, oh, you have the map. I have the map right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep, yeah, there he is. There he is. And now, there once was a cookie named Ollie who made his way west on a trolley. With oven-baked gleam, he followed his dream and made all of Tinseltown jolly. All right, wow, you actually said the words. Okay, that's a disappointment. I'm going to beat that in editing. Yeah, but it, it it's it's frustrating because I actually thought we were going to meet a new character, especially when they took us over. Because after, so we're sitting in our media thing. We sat there with the show directors and the producers and all that. And then they said, now we're going to take you guys over to the Pixar courtyard. Yes. And I thought we were going to meet Ollie back I there because there it was, was a, a private thing. I thought there was a giant gingerbread man. But it was Edna and Frozone. Yup. Is who we got to meet. Oh, there. I was so ready to meet this ginger, j- jazz playing gingerbread man. Mm-hmm. He is Jollywood Knights mascot. This is going to be the most awesome thing ever. Oh my gosh, Scott, my heart broke. And you know me, I love me some characters. You love characters. I will drag us through meet and greets all day long. Yep. Photo pass and characters. He did man. on Thursday night. I did. I certainly did. Um, so my disappointment was off the charts and i was angry for a minute i was just i was straight up like i i, I hence you just heard me curse yeah I, don't I'm tease it out Still angry about yeah. understandably because they teased it out i thought we were gonna meet this new character that's been brought to us at disney world and he didn't exist but on a cardboard cutout or a neon sign which yeah. was the other version of him that we saw so anyway we're gonna move on from that now with all that being said, I know we sound negative and we, we don't mean to complete. We are trying Our expectations to please just so everybody knows we have mixed in positive things, but I know the human nature is going to pick up on just the negative. So Always please does. go back and listen again. You will see that we are saying some positive. And if you catch me in the street, I will probably tell you the more positive than negative, but I'm podcasting about it and I get to say whatever I yeah. want to say. And personally, I like the party. I think it's got a lot of potential. Yes, potential. There was a lot of misses, which is expected. If they came out of the if they came out for the first party and it was a home run, then people would complain there was needed more stuff or needed this or that, even if everything would have been perfect. Somebody yes. would have found something to complain about because the people yeah. always So you're going to again do. on the tw- December 20th, the last party of the year. I picked the last one because we won't be working. At that point, it doesn't do us any good to cover it and push it out because it's going to be almost a year till we get the party again. Right. So I wanted a night where me and Michelle could just go and have fun and enjoy the party for what it is and not have to rush to cover everything, not good get photos guys, and videos. Man. So Take a night and be a is. couple. And it's a couple days before our anniversary. So it's kind of like an anniversary night out for us. And um, to be quite honest, home. I think you're doing it right. Like it's a date night there. Yeah, exactly. And it's a date party. It's not a family party. I don't feel. No, I, I agree. It's more of a date night or go out with friends type party. Which, by it's, the way, you two looked amazing. Oh, thank you. I mean, you guys were like dressed up and almost matching. And uh, Yeah, but your jacket was off the charts. Yeah, that was, you were more bright than Ollie. I was, I was bright, my friend. You were. I was a sequined mess. But yeah, but no, um, you guys had like matching. I, it wasn't matching, but you guys got dressed. We were really nicely. close. I think we all decided we were going to go in our finest and just have a great Christmas yep. time because exactly. we, at the end of the day, we do love Disney. Yeah. But to get away from Disney, my friend, let's get away. It's time for news of the bizarre with Scott and Greg. 
brought to you today by astrology because cancer beats Pisces like my dad beat me. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Scott has his hand in his or his head in his hand while we bring up news of the bazaar. We're gonna rush through this, Scott. Oh, this is a good one, man. I was reading through this one and and, and I think Andrew needs to chime in on this one and talk about it. So, Scott, an emu named Rodney. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my cousin, Rodney. Uh, I really like him. An emu named Rodney escaped his home in England the other day and was caught on a doorbell camera <laughs> investigating an elderly neighbor's front door. I wasn't investigating. It was a peeping emo. Did did you just say it was a peeping emo? He said peeping. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, I don't know. I just, just like watching old ladies. Oh, that's bizarre. <laughs> Jeez, man. So this is truly bizarre news. So Maureen Roberts, 81, said she was out to lunch with her daughter when she received an alert on her doorbell camera at home in Loose Kent, England. Uh, she wanted to say, my dog was home at the front room, in the front room at the time, Robert said, told Sky News. I don't know what would have ha- happened if he had seen a giant bird like that. Robert said her neighbor had told her earlier that an emu was on the loose in the area. <laughs> but she thought it was a joke. Dude, if anybody was like, dude, Greg, there's an emu on the loose. I would have had my camera on was, nonstop just to try to catch it. The whole time within the front porch. Actually, no. I actually have a giant fear of emus. Do you really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flightless birds. <laughs> you, you laugh, man. Like, I really, I go on that safari trek yeah. and, and the ostriches come near me. It, I break out in sweat. But yet you created an emu character for our show. He didn't create me. I just, I just was. I'm just, I'm hard being Andrew the emo, emo. It's uh, it's a tough life, Scott. I, uh, nobody really likes me. Uh, kind of apathetic. Like a sheep. Well, now we know Greg doesn't like you, Andrew the Emu. Yeah, really. No, I'm scared of Andrew the Emu. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, the uh, video shows a group of people approach Rodney and lead him away. Uh, we can report, Scott, that Rodney was caught. Oh, good. And returned to its owner. That's even better. I don't even know who... Oh, I want to... Can you own an emu? I believe you can nowadays because actually it's funny. <laughs> Just recently I was watching reruns of Mike and Molly. So one of my favorite shows of all time. Right. And there was one show on there where Mike and Vince were going to business. They were going to buy emus. Oh God, I hate being bought and sold. It's tough. It just means I have no, no opinions or anything. It's the millennial way. <laughs> All right, he needs to go away. Yeah. <laughs> he just needs to go okay, Andrew, away. Andrew, and uh, what was this one's name? Rodney? Rodney. Rodney the emo. Rodney's a troublemaking Rodney's emu. the cousin of it. Um, anyway, we are running really late. I wanted to have a really good, co- a quick conversation. Bro, it's going to be quick, but I have it's a real have conversation with you. Yes. Um, as the Marvel expert of, uh, of this uh, thing, um, you know what? You know what we're going to do before that? that? 
we're going to take our final commercial break so we can say goodbye after this. So everybody really quick, just, just know that as soon as we come back, we're going to be talking Loki and there's going to be a spoiler too. So uh spoiler. And we're going to announce somebody for house of mouse and we're announcing. Then we're going to be out. Then we're going to be out. So everybody real quick, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. And we're back! Hot dog. That was like the worst segue ever. Like, all of a sudden I wanted to talk about something, and then I realized how late we were. But, uh, Scott, let us talk about one of the... um, one of the greatest shows on Disney Plus that they've ever put out, I think. I uh, I'm really interested in hearing your opinion because you are, uh, I may be a Marvel fan, but you are very knowledgeable and I try to smart be. about how Marvel goes together. Whereas and I kind of, I dropped off. I can tell you about Star Wars, not Marvel. Um, well, I've tried to learn Marvel over the years. I've always been a fan. I like the comics of Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, what they did. So when the MCU became a thing, I wanted to learn as much as I could about it. So let's talk Loki. Season yes. two just wrapped up on Disney Plus last Thursday, yes. which we missed because we were at the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas right. party. Um, I almost started watching it there, but Hollywood had killed me. So um and i just finished yesterday i just i was way behind yeah fair warning fair warning we will be doing spoilers it's been a week it's okay to talk spoilers now loki's dead oh my god that would have been the best spoiler ever yeah but he's not he's not dead no a lot of people said so before i watched it Mm -hmm. i kept seeing loki sacrifice himself so of course when you hear somebody sacrifice themselves especially like marvel you think oh my god loki I didn't himself. even think of something like that. And that's the way that when the spoiler starts slipping out, and it wasn't even a matter of me looking for spoilers. You could just scroll Facebook and say, Loki sacrificed himself. Shut up, because he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I'm a weak person. Like, you get a week, and you mm-hmm. just don't spoil it for a week. Don't don't. Yeah, leave hands. it alone for a don't, week. Just leave it alone. Let people catch up. So we're in a week. And you've been bugging me since the show aired. Because yeah, I thought hey, you, you would enjoy it. it yeah. Like, um... I, again, this brought me back into the Marvel Universe. I okay. really enjoyed all the whole episode. Um, Ki Kwe Kwan. Yes, Obi. Obi. Or as you or, might know him from the Goonies, yeah. where he was Data. And he was also in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. What a fabulous addition to the cast this Such year. Such a great Ouroboros, actor. Ouroboros, yes. which means circular infinite. But he's just a great, he, he fits that role yeah. so well. Uh, Tom Hiddleston obviously is Loki, mm-hmm. uh, and he apparently he not apparently he did such a fantastic job as Loki. Um, 
14 was, years he played. I was reading an interview with the executive producer today who said that uh, they didn't give anything away to all the actors. Right. They, what they did was they would have some actors take a lunch break yes, and then I read that come also. back and have him. And they didn't, they never talked amongst each other. No, the actors didn't know that they were filming these scenes that would go into yeah. the final cut. They had no idea the story because they were told it was going to end one way. Right. And they actually, Tom and a couple very skeleton crew knew what was really going to happen. Owen Wilson as Mobius? Yes. He was, uh, wow. He, wow. His, his story didn't really come to an end, but it kind of seemed where he, because they're all variants. If you've watched the show, you know that all these characters become, they're a variant of yeah. themselves. And he wanted to see the life his real self had, and he was able to go see that. Um, when last we left them, at the halfway point, the... Uh, whole universe multiverse just got destroyed we were we thought yeah and then uh they come back and they so the last three episodes are basically reliving that time frame mm -hmm. and the final episode is like groundhog day it reminded me a lot in dr strange when at the end of the first dr strange movie dr strange keeps battling dormanu mm -hmm. dormanu and he's like Let's keep, yeah, let's keep going back and they keep going yeah. and he reverses time and they do it again, do it again. And that's kind of how Loki was, is that they kept going back, reversing it, trying to fix what they did and go forward. How smart was it to have them, him go back and then have to go through like centuries to learn new things and stuff like that? He was. I thought that was brilliant. And for Loki's character being the one that's, he's the... He's the mischief one. He's the scammer. He is the one that's going to do God everything. Of mischief. The, God of mischief. And he's going to do everything the easiest way Loki can for Loki to come out on top. And in this, you saw Loki's dedication to trying to fix this. He wanted to help yeah. humanity. Yeah. I don't want to talk about the last words until the end. Here. No. Remind me of that. Because, okay. Um, the tie into Thor. Yes. Was, I have that in my notes that also. Callback was brilliant i think there was a few callbacks like that um, well i think one is the name of the episode the last episode was called glorious purpose yeah so in 2012 when loki first appears in the avengers movie now we had seen him in Loki, we had seen him in thor but he appears in, and nick fury sir he goes i am loki of asgard and i've been burdened with glorious purpose and this episode was his glorious purpose it was finally brought to a yeah uh jonathan majors can so I'm trying to go through the characters and talk about them Sorry, before we yes. talk about the ending because um, that's what I need you to explain is that ending. okay because, so uh, Jonathan Majors Kang the Destroyer of Worlds <laughs> Kang the Conqueror Kang the Conqueror yes and he was the the uh, one who remains is what they constantly called yes. him in the Loki series and he is hanging out at the end of time yes he's the one that has made all this possible he's the one that's um, made time go way it has because he's kept He's pruned all these different timelines that were. Um, so is he ones. gone? We don't know that. It kind of seems like they may have rewritten that ending. I think they rewrote it, but you didn't see him die. You saw what well, I take that back. Season one, Sylvie, who you haven't announced her yet, but Sylvie actually kills right. Kang. But then you saw him in Quantumania with Ant-Man and, and the Wasp in Quantumania. He was a big part of that film because because the original plan was the Kang Dynasty was coming and that was going to be the big Avengers like how Thanos was in the first round right. of Endgame and Infinity War. Kang was going to be the next big guy that all the Avengers had to come together right. to destroy. He's the big baddie of he, Phase Five right. and Six. And from what I've read as of now, because of some legal problems in real life, right? 
Jonathan has been pulled out and they don't know what's going to happen. And I think they have to wait and see how how his legal issues play out because yes, they can't just look what they happened with James or with uh, James Gunn. Yeah. That stuff came out. They fired him. We're done with you, done with you. And then they brought him back. So it's like, (laughs) it could be something like that. We don't know. So they didn't kill him off per se in the finale. Um, I think it's there if they ever want to pull him back, but I've heard they're trying to rewrite what's going to happen down this phase. Sophia DiMartino is Sylvia. Sylvie. 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 Uh, Tara Strong is Miss Minutes. And I've already yes. said my love for Tara Strong. I am a huge My Little Pony and Teen Titans Go. And, okay. Uh, my Powerpuff Girls. And I could go. The list is huge. She's done I a know, lot. I know of Tara me. Strong's thing. They, she's done she's a lot of voices. Fabulous. She's mm-hmm. my princess Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a brony. But um, she, Miss Minutes, plays an important role. It does, and you see the difference in Miss Minutes from season one to season two. Yeah, in season one, you she's just an AI that kind of does what she has to do, what her job is, and then in part two, you kind of see why she was created, who she could have become. Um, so her character really does become something pretty major. And her and uh, is it Google Mabatha Raw who plays Renslayer? Yes, um, those two work together a little bit. They do, and Renslayer was the. Um, when the TVA was starting to have the issues and the overflow, she was the one that kind of went rogue. Like, well, fine, I'll just go find Kang and we'll fix all this. And she goes back in time to find um, Victor Timely, which was Kang in the 1800s in the Western. Yeah, because um, Kang is across all the multiverse. Yes, he's a variant who's existed forever. So, And I thought it was... Oh, I'm going to ask you for this. Okay. The multiverse is many different universes. Yes. Uh, somehow they can cross over at certain points. They can, yes. We, our timeline is what? Earth 616 is what we are on right now. And that is the sacred timeline you'll hear a lot about yes. in the show. That's, that's important, I think, for people to understand is that yes. the sacred timeline is our timeline. So when you hear, whenever they mention a Marvel 616, 616 is Earth. Yeah. That's, that's the the number that they've assigned to it. the current earth that we're in of our lives. So when Stan and Jack um, named it that years ago, one thing I did want to mention though, is that when they go back in time and they find Victor timely, yes. Timely comics was the first name of Marvel. One of the first names of Marvel, not the first, but it was one of the first names of Marvel. So I thought that was a good homage to pay there to the little hints in yeah, there. That was kind of cool. So um, that's going through the cast real quick. Mm-hmm. Now, Let's talk about the ending. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read this and then you can explain where Kang is. I'll try to. Where Renslayer is. Okay. What happens. So Loki is the god of mischief, which we talked about. Yes. He's the bad. He was the bad guy. He's a trickster, as as Thor said. In the Avengers, Mm -hmm. he, he was trying to steal the Tesseract. Yes. Um, and his scepter, which had the mind stone in it. Right, right, right. And then in, by like every few not years, mind. they yeah. would come out of New Thor and like there would be Loki as the god. <laughs> Always pops Thor. up here and there. Yeah. So um, Loki, this one though, ends with uh, he claiming the throne as a god, which he is a god. He like, is a god. Like that's one thing I think people forget about watching this. Loki is a god. He is. He, he was... Um, he was the god of Jodenheim that before Odin had adopted him after, after the frost giants battle. Um, but he was a god. He was going to, he had his rightful heir to take his throne as the, uh, the ruler of Jodenheim. Yeah. Wow. 
So Marvel Disney Plus show concluded its second season this week, seemingly saying goodbye to Tom Hiddleston's Loki. In an effort to stop the universe from collapsing in on itself, Loki learns to control his time slipping, using it as a go-to back further and further in time. With help from Sylvie, Mobius, and Obi, he tries again and again and again to fix the TVA's temporal loom and prevent a meltdown. Of course, every time he goes back, he fails and he spends the literal centuries reliving, which is what we just all talked about. Mm -hmm. Eventually, though, Loki admits defeat and chooses to sacrifice himself to save every universe that there is across the multiverse. With that, Loki essentially crowns himself master of the multiverse, mm -hmm. watching every timeline as a lonely god. Uh, and it's the ultimate selfless act from Marvel's most notorious villain, mm -hmm. a villain who once sticked an alien invasion on New York just to get his dad's attention. Yep. Um, now Loki ends with, I think one of the best endings. It's, uh, it's along the glorious purpose line. It is. He and, found uh, what his glory, what his glorious purpose wasn't what he thought it was going to be. So this time, instead of him sacrificing other people to save his own hide, this time he sacrifices himself or his, his kingdom that he thought he was going to inherit it, is what it, I took the sacrifice. Yeah. As, the the he, crown and the yes, kingdom that he was going to, yes. but he flashes back to what is it? I, I, I want you to explain this. So when he takes the crown, so so as you see it in the in the episode, he's going through and he's grabbing the um the fabrics of space and time, right? And he's weaving them, and you see the green go through them, which is Loki's power is going through these. He's he's pulling this all together. He creates a tree. If you really look at it, when he's creating it, there's a tree that's there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which is a legendary nod to um, I, in North Norse mythology, there is a tree that symbolizes everything, and that's what that was supposed to be a nod towards his. Greek, uh, his uh, Norse mythology. Um, and he, he realizes that in order for everybody to be saved, he has to sacrifice and become this one that will just sit there. Much like earlier in the episode, you heard Kang say he made the ultimate sacrifice to live his life in solitude and be there to watch all the timelines so that people could live. Um, Yggdrasil. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yggdrasil <laughs> is the tree. Um, yes. Yeah. Who, so, so a lot of it came from Kang and him, his talk. Because yes. if you remember, there's a there's a part in the thing where Sylvie is still trying to kill Kang. It goes back to the episode, the last episode of season yeah. one, and Loki keeps stopping her and stopping her and stopping her and doesn't work. So he rewinds. He does it again. Rewinds. Stops yeah. again. Rewinds again. And that's where he learns how to control. Time slipping. His time slipping. Yeah. Because talking to Kang, Kang makes him realize, okay, I know how to do this. So, um, are we going to see Loki again in the future? Like, and, and of course, it's Marvel. We can never say never. But this kind of puts Loki in. So, I was reading one article that was written by um, one of the head writers. Yeah. And he said, Loki is not dead. No, he, no, no. He's, he's, he, he is alive. He could come back. They say they feel Tom would come back to play the character again if right. it's the right script. And that's, they said the best way to look at this is that this is the end of this comic run is a yeah. way to look at it. Comics have all different runs and your character may run and then pass away at the end of that comic run. 
but there's another comic run that starts two weeks later and he's back in that one. And Hence that's the way to look at this. And it's the multiverse. Key, yeah. <laughs> so with the multiverse, nobody ever really has to die or pass away. Loki did die at the end of Infinity War. We are at the beginning. I'm sorry. When Thanos grabs him, snaps his neck. And he even said to Thor, he goes, he won't be back this time. Right. This is it. But he did come back and we did see him come back to life. And because of the multiverse, he was able to go back in time and they brought him back and then he moves forward. So I don't think this is the end. Do I think we're going to see a Loki season three with Loki as the star of it? No, no. But I think we could see a Loki season three, maybe about the TVA. I think there's a lot of stories they could tell. Because when it ended, one of the scenes at the end is you see um, Mobius and um, oh gosh, what is it? The, the one girl, I think B15. Is that who yes. it was? Um, they're talking and she says something or he says something to her about, yeah, we found a couple of his variants, but he doesn't know we are, we're here. He doesn't know the TVA is there. Right, right. So that tells me the TVA is still working. The TVA is still, because they originally thought if this, if what happened happened, TVA wouldn't exist anymore. Well, guess what? It's still there. Right. And now there's a full when they go into the one room, everybody has a seat at the table. So like a board of directors, almost of the TVA. So I think we will get another season, maybe three will center around Loki. Well, he's kind of the center of the universe now, right? Everything centers. Everything goes around Loki now. So he has become that his glorious purpose is to make sure time and people exist. So at the end of the day, uh, where does this rank for you? The as a series, um, this is my top series. I would have to say now after seeing after year one, and I, I know like, you're yeah. a Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Love Winter Soldier. I loved yeah. I loved um, Wanda and uh, Vision. Wanda right. Vision. I loved that. I thought that was a great um, show. Loki after the first season, I was like, okay, it was good. Was it my favorite at that point? Wanda Vision yeah. was better. But this one, after watching the season, the season seemed to bring a lot of things together. After watching the first season, a lot of people had a lot of questions. Yeah, sitting there going, what does this mean? What does this mean? Watching season two really kind of closed those. And I feel we weren't sure. So I, I I want your opinion on this before we close this out was uh, I felt it was more of a comic book. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it just felt like this was stripped right from a comic book. Yeah. And I felt it was the roots of what Marvel should be. And I loved it. And it, it kind of did take it back to almost what started the MCU really with that yeah. to make it to make it what was written decades ago by the powers that be at the time. Um, and I know Kevin Feige's dealt with a lot at Marvel with Disney switching CEOs and things like that. Things happen. <laughs> and I'm really hoping Kevin can eventually pull this back. I know John Favreau is still involved in this. Um, and didn't Bob Iger recently say that one of the things that hurt Marvel was the mass producing of everything and they're going to start cutting back more and stuff. Like and that. it was. And as yeah. much as I love Marvel and I love what they did up until Endgame, um, that first whole phase yeah. was fantastic. There was there was some movies that weren't as good, but they I'm were all at you Thor too. Dark World, yeah, Dark World was the hard <laughs> one for me, but everything else really I'm was at a you good Iron Man too. I didn't mind Iron Man. Oh my god, that was the ruddiest. <laughs> but um, but I thought a bunch of those movies could have they been, could have been better, or you could have combined them. You yes, could have combined you could have. You could have. I, I was, uh, Thor and Captain America, but not the first movies, but the mm-hmm. second ones could have been combined into two offsetting stories. Like, yeah. again, that's rewriting history. It is what it is. It's good. Um, any final thoughts on Loki? I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Um, I know the Marvels 
um, came out in theaters. I have not seen it yet. No, I'm going uh, this week. I'm hearing it. I'm some. I'm hearing some good. I'm hearing some bad. It's I guess so it's going to be. I think sadly, a lot of times the bad comes because of Brie Larson and the people's opinions of Brie Larson, not necessarily maybe the character yeah. Captain Marvel. And that's the one thing you need to do when you go into a Marvel movie is don't focus on the actor or actress who's playing the character. The story. Focus on the character. Yeah. Make sure the character lives up to what. The character was created as and if you're not sure you can easily look that information up online to see what the character was yeah. created to be and i think peter parker is a perfect example when tom holland came in and played peter parker that was stan lee's spider-man that was who yeah. he envisioned spider-man being peter parker being played by so i think a lot of times as marvel fans or as movie fans we look at the actor or actress and don't really think about the character i ever tell you how much i hate spider-man what i hate spider-man you must hate the whole shelf behind me. No, I look at I'm, I, I, I kind of get lost. Like while we're talking, I'm like, I'm looking at all. I'm not kidding. There's so much Marvel in this room, people. Can I put my Spider-Man helmet on? Yeah, I just saw that. And I was like, I'm scared. Um, yeah, thank you, Scott, very much for having that discussion with me. We are out of time. We are. What I want to get to, though, real quick is what we have going on this week. But I also want to talk House of Mouse Expo for one second. So coming up this week, my friend, what are you and I doing? What are you doing? What are you and Michelle doing? Well, this week we have the Orlando Informer event at Universal on Thursday night. The adult version of it. The adult version. So I'm excited about that. It's a one-night event. 18 plus. 18 plus. Um, it's at Islands of Adventure. But... I have a question on that. Yeah. Because doesn't Grinchmas start on Friday? It does. So are we going to miss it by We're a day? We're going to miss it by oh, a day. Son of a... But Grinch. maybe there'll be something that goes on. Maybe they'll do something special for no. the party. We won't know. We were actually invited to come and enjoy the party. We weren't invited as media. We were invited to come enjoy it, which I know we're all going to work it anyway. We're going <laughs> to take video. We don't know we're how gonna, not to. We don't know how not to work for in a park. Um, but we were invited... Um, by friends of ours who who run the whole event, and they invite us to come out, check it out, and enjoy the event. So that's what we're going to do on Thursday night. Is yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I have a couple of phone calls about House of Mouse, so hopefully some good news. Yeah, comes out of hopefully that, so. things pop up for you. I'm hoping they pop up. Hoping, <laughs> hoping that pops up, and I got a banner call, and then I've yeah. got to I've got to talk to another agent tomorrow about possibly some more guests, and I am yeah. waiting on another agent to get back to me. So hopefully it's all good stuff and hey together. if you would like to uh find out more information on house of mouse you can go to house expo.com yes you can also we are going to orlando informer meetup that is what mm -hmm. we're doing on thursday night. it's yes. going to be at islands of adventure so yes. we will be watching riding velocicoaster and hagrid a whole yes lot. a whole lot back and forth between them and uh butter beer is free the whole time everything we get food we get drinks we have not, everything not adult so. drinks no not adult drinks but we can still have i want to know how many adult drinks i can have have before I throw up from going on Velocicoaster. Oh boy, I don't want to be hanging out with you when that yeah, happens. You do. Not oh, when that happens. Yeah. I'm going to videotape oh, it. That's you YouTube gold. You yes, exactly. Um, House of Mouse. Um, we are still looking if anybody would like to find out information about sponsorship or yes. if you want an artist table or a booth, vendor table. There's yep. very few and limited oh, space. We are getting limited on space there. Um, so the event does have a lot more vendors than we've had in the past already. Um, so if you are looking for space, because we do have more space this year, if you do are if you are a vendor, you're looking for a show to come out and do, come out, 
check it out. Be a part of our show. Artist booths we still have. They start at $200 for an artist booth, $300 for an inline 10 by 10 booth, and then a corner booth is $400 for the weekend. Um, that includes two passes. It includes your parking pass for the weekend. Um, come out, have a lot of fun. We're going to have some great celebrities out there. We're going to have a lot of fun. And then you weekend. also have after hours events. After hours on Saturday, there's going to be the after hours party, which is going to be like a 90s throwback party since we have so many of those Disney afternoon 90s yeah. Voice Speaking actors. of House of Mouse Expo, yes. we have, or you have, not we, you as the curator and owner of House of Mouse Expo are going to be announcing some brand. Thank you for sitting around for an hour and 40 minutes, people, to get to this announcement. I hope you had this on double speed. <laughs> no, no. You're shooting people again. <laughs> I don't know. What, what are you doing? An applause would have been great. A cat? Really? That one kind of fits to the character there. I was trying to find the applause button and I can't find it. That one's kind of an announcement. Oh, like, Ladies a, and gentlemen. So the last two years, if you've noticed, there was a huge theme to the House on Mouse Expo where we had a lot of Hocus Pocus groups from the first movie. Mm -hmm. Last year, or the one in January, we had one character from the new movie, um, Taylor Page Henderson, who was there, who played the young Winnie, Winnie Sanderson. Did you almost say Winnie Cooper? I almost said Winnie Cooper. Wrong show. <laughs> so, Kevin Arnold? Being my, yeah, Kevin Arnold. Kevin the Bear is going to be there. Kevin the Bear. Yeah. So being that my wife is a huge Hocus Pocus fan, yeah, I didn't want to do a whole big thing of Hocus Pocus game, but I was able to secure... I had the signed contract of the three girls who played the young Sanderson sisters in Hocus Pocus 2. So I'm going to Taylor Page Henderson is coming back along with Nina Kitchen and Juju Brenner, who played Mary uh, Winnie and Sarah Sanderson, uh, the young versions in Hocus Pocus 2. So all three of them will be. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to House of Mouse Expo, March 2nd and 3rd. 2024 at Osceola Heritage Park Event Center, you are going to have the three young Sanderson sisters are going to be there. And Scott, one more time, their names again. Nina Kitchen. Nina Kitchen. <laughs> Taylor Henderson. Taylor Henderson. And Juju Brenner. And I believe Juju. it's Brenner. 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 I think it's Brenner. That's really cool, man. You guys are, you are doing an amazing job. Kid. It is. And we're trying to do a theme. So brought all three of them in there. Cause it, I mean, last year we had Taylor there and a lot of people are like, Oh, where's the other two? So this year we have all three of them coming. Um, and I think it's going to be great for the fans to come out and see all three of them. And there's actually talks of Hocus Pocus three in the works. So I think this Ooh. will work out pretty good for, for that. Well, Scott, that will do it for another episode of the live podcast show. If you look good, like out there to leave a comment, subscribe, hit the heart button, you can find Scott, obviously, at HouseOfMouseExpo.com, TheMainStreetMouse.com, Lost Princess Apparel for all your leggings and skirting needs with pockets. Anything else, Scott? I think that's it, buddy. I think we're done Oh, for you can another... get me at the Fanatics blog. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're out there at the Fanatics blog on yeah. Facebook and the Twitters and the Instagrams and yeah. YouTube. You have YouTube, yeah. Are you on TikTok? Uh, yeah, yeah, my wife is. She oh, okay. Along, so. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Scott, you get the last word. Thank you. End of line.